Welcome to the Authorpreneur Mindset, a podcast about the writer's life and what it takes to become successful, both traditionally and as an indie. It's a podcast that takes a look at the business aspect of the publishing industry and picks it apart. If you enjoy the show and want more, you can sign up for the Steam Power Dreams mailing list to receive emails with valuable information right in your inbox. Just head over to steampowerdreams.com slash authorpreneurmindset to sign up now. time to record a new episode of the Authorpreneur Mindset Podcast. Well, I mean, I know it's time, but there's so many other things I could be doing right now. I mean, does it even really matter if I record this episode? It's not like many people are listening anyway. The episode isn't even due out till Friday. I can record it Friday morning. Why am I worrying about this right now? You know what? I think I'm just going to forget it altogether. Does that sound kind of familiar? I mean, of course... I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you could replace the word podcast with almost anything. Even the things we love to do most. And it would still be true for many of us. That's why I've decided to tackle a subject that's near and dear to many creative types. That's procrastination and consistency. This will be somewhat of a reoccurring mini-series on this podcast. And in this first episode, I'm actually going to be focusing on how procrastination and self-doubt are related. Before we get into the topic, I just wanted to talk a little about what I've been up to these past few weeks. The first thing is I started reading The Way of the Kings by Brandon Sanderson, and I'm actually loving it. I actually picked up this book a few years ago when it was on sale, but never really got around to reading it. My mood to read Sanderson's writing kind of varies. Don't get me wrong. I think he's an amazing writer, but his stories tend to be a bit drawn out for me. My brother, on the other hand, loves them. And he's been trying to get me to read the series for a while, so he's pretty happy that he has me to talk to about it. Also, I've been doing this really intense boot camp, if you will, to learn Python and Django programming. Um, it's for an upcoming Steam Powered Dreams project that I can't talk a whole lot about, but I will say that I'm calling it the Steam Powered Dreams Story Engine. I do talk a little bit about it on my blog. If you're interested, you can head over to author.jeremycollier.com for that. I think it could potentially change the way many writers do their outlines, for the better, and also have some practical applications in education. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in, make sure you're on our mailing list so you can be the first to know. There's a link to it on the podcast page at steampowereddreams.com slash authorpreneurmindset. Alright, so this is the first episode that marks a new segment that I've mentioned before, but we haven't actually had yet, and that's industry news. It's basically tidbits that I find interesting or valuable for writers in all parts of their career. I'll have links to all that I talk about in the show notes, so if you want to read more about it, you can always head over there. This first story comes from thebookseller.com and says publishing salaries are climbing, but there's still quite a large gap in the gender difference. According to this article, starting salaries have risen about 13% over the past four years, but out of the thousand people who reported, women are making about 16% less. But the article continues to say that this is most likely because the men that are in higher ranking positions than women are the ones who are reporting this. Almost 50% of the men who reported in positions that earned them higher than the average job, compared to only 31% of women. This gender pay gap hasn't changed much since 2008 either, but the amount of money has, so it's overall a very positive thing. The second story I picked up this week is also from thebookseller.com, 
and it's that Kobo is actually entering the audiobook market. Now this is huge. This could definitely change the way our purchasing of and, and creating of audiobooks actually happen. At this point, you have very few options. You could do ACX and be exclusive to Amazon, or you could do it yourself. Uh, there are some other third-party companies, but for the most part, you're very limited. With Kobo opening it up, this is going to be huge for authors, especially indie authors, to get their name out there. Uh, so they recently lost, launched this audiobook subscription service, and they claimed that it's the best value on a subscription plan. And that's saying a lot, but their words are actually backed by their price. The basic plan, which is one audiobook a month, is about a dollar cheaper than Audible and two dollars cheaper than Scribd. It might not sound like much, but think about it in the long term and it adds up. And it might start the needed change in the audiobook industry. Alright, well that's it for industry news this episode. And we'll get on to the main topic in just a second. But I wanted to mention our Patreon. Now this podcast is fully funded out of my pocket. And it takes a lot of time to produce, especially when I'm procrastinating. But if you like what you hear, it helps tremendously to give us just a few bucks a month. Not only are you going to help the show keep running, but you're going to help push it towards the next level. If you're interested in helping out, you can head over to steampowerdreams.com Patreon, or just search for Authorpreneur Mindset on Patreon. Alright, so enough procrastination. Let's get down to business, and let's talk a bit about procrastination, what it is, why it exists, how it affects us when we don't even realize it, and then finish with a few tips and tricks on how to avoid letting it take over your life. Sometimes we put things off we know we shouldn't just because we don't feel well or we're tired, or sometimes we just don't feel like doing it. But these are all just excuses to procrastinate. We all know that procrastinate only makes us feel worse and leads to even more procrastination. This can be a vicious cycle, and sometimes we do it without even realizing it. Take this podcast as an example. The reason I put off this episode at first was because I was sick. And that's a valid reason not to record. My voice was all messed up. I could hardly sit in a chair for more than 5-10 minutes. But as soon as I got better, the procrastination really started. I told myself I didn't feel like doing it. Or that I shouldn't record so late at night and I might disturb other people. Or that I had more important things to do. But the truth was that after skipping two weeks, I felt self-doubt. And this is one of the biggest reasons we procrastinate. Because we doubt in our abilities to accomplish whatever it is we're doing, and most of the time, we don't even realize this. If you're honest with yourself, you'll know that procrastination really stems from this self-doubt. Think back to a time you procrastinated something, or actually, chances are, you're probably procrastinating something right now. Be honest with yourself on why you procrastinate. I have a quote here from motivational speaker and YouTuber Eric Thomas, also known as E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. Great channel, by the way. Definitely check it out. He says, Some of you in your life, the reason you're not at your goal right now is because you're all about your feelings. You don't feel like waking up, so who does? Every day you say no to your dreams, you might be pushing your dreams back a whole six months or a whole year. That one day, that one day you didn't get up could have pushed yourself back I don't know how long. And for me, that's pretty powerful words right there. He's saying that a single day waking up late or procrastinating and not getting, getting whatever it is done can actually push your dreams back a long time. And it's not equal either. If you decide not to do any work today, that might have a ripple effect and actually cost you six months, a year, maybe more. 
So every day that you don't get up and work towards your dreams, you're pushing them back even further. You know, most of us are not lucky enough to be able to wake up and go to a dream job or not have to work at all. Most of us have to do what it takes to get from where we are to where we want to be. And that takes work. And that takes pushing past procrastination, past that self-doubt. And of course, it's not easy. In the end, self-doubt is a fear. And fear leads to procrastination. And procrastination leads to failure, which of course leads to future self-doubt and the cycle starts all over again. But we can break out of this cycle and get past the fear, past the self-doubt, and past the procrastination. I have another quote. This time it's from the amazing Les Brown. He says, fears kill dreams. Fear kills hope. Fear puts people in the hospital. Fear can aid you, but it can also hold you back from doing what you know within yourself you're capable of doing, but it will paralyze you. This has always been interesting to me because he says in the midst of all this that fear can also aid you. At first I thought it was a mistake and that he meant to say something else, but later in the speech he talks about what he means by this. He says, don't allow your emotions to control you. We are emotional, but you want to begin to discipline your emotions. If you don't discipline and contain your emotions, they will use you. Now I take this as we can not only break out of this cycle, but we can actually use these things to our advantage. One of the unique things about humans is our ability to manipulate our own thoughts and emotions. We can be terrified of something, yet still do it. We can be scared of heights, crowds, or anything else, yet still get up on stage or climb the mountain because we can control these emotions. And procrastination and self-doubt are no different. At this point, you may be asking yourself how this relates to writing and entrepreneurship, or maybe you've already guessed. As writers, we spend most of our times in our own heads. And it's not a surprise then that self-doubt, fear, and anxiety, and a lot of other things are major parts of our lives. Did you know that the average writer never finishes their book because they don't think they're good enough? That the fear of what others think leads to self-doubt which leads to procrastination and eventually leads to them just giving up altogether. Even to this day, after having published multiple stories, I still go through this with almost every story I write, and a lot of times, multiple times within the same story. But I've also started to learn to control this fear. That doesn't mean I'm always in control, of course. Procrastination still creeps up on me all too often. But I try to end this, that cycle as soon as I realize it. When I find myself feeling self-doubt or fear of what others are going to say when they read my writing, or listen to an episode of this podcast even, I try to push past that and do it anyway. Does it always work? No, of course not. But the fact that this episode is out and you're listening to it is a good indication of what I'm trying to say. And I'll say it again, it's definitely not easy. In that same speech... Les Brown continued, speaking about the power of perseverance and having confidence in yourself, even if you have to convince yourself of it. He says, when you want to change, it's not easy. If it were easy, everybody would do it. But if you're serious, you'll go all out. You'll convince yourself that I'm in control here. I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to let this destroy me. I'm coming back and I'll be stronger and better because of it. You have got to make a declaration that this is what you stand for. You're standing up for your dreams. You're standing up for peace of mind. You're standing up for health. 
Take full responsibility for your life. Accept where you are and the responsibility that you're going to take yourself where you want to go. He ends this portion of his speech with one more interesting quote that I'd like to share. He says, you can decide that you're going to live each day as if it were your last. Live your life with passion, with some drive. Decide you're going to push yourself. The last chapter of your life hasn't been written yet. And it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter what happens to you. It only matters what you're going to do about it. Very powerful speaker. This whole speech was about 45 minutes long and very much worth listening to. I'll have a link in the show notes, but what you can take away from that is this. If you let it, procrastination that leads to self-doubt, that leads to fear, can not only hold you back, but kill your creativity, and maybe even worse. So, how do you get over this? Well, Les Brown has some tips for us about forcing our minds to do the work, but that of course is easier said than done. So let's talk about some more practical, real-world ways that we can help stop your procrastination. First up is keeping a schedule or a list of things to get done. This might sound corny, and for the longest time, I hated it. But I am a firm believer in this. And I have, uh, over the last two years, since I've started Steam Power Dreams, I'm, a, I'm 100% in on this idea. And some people prefer to do this on a physical piece of paper or calendar, while others do it digitally. I personally use a combination of Google Calendar and Evernote to keep track of the things I need to do. If it's time-based, I put it on the calendar, or if it's something that just needs to get done and, and doesn't have a time frame, just needs to get done as soon as possible, I put that in Evernote. Within Evernote, I have multiple folders, but the one I use for this is literally named To-Do. Each week on Sunday, I make a weekly to-do list that has everything I know I need to get done that week. Then, each night, I write a daily to-do list for the next day that is usually mostly copy and pasted right from the weekly to-do list. If something comes up midweek, I don't actually add it to the weekly list, only the daily one. I do this to trick my brain because at the end of the week, I want to see that the weekly list is fully checked off. It might be artificial, since I may not have actually gotten everything done, but it boosts my confidence. Next, you need to find a way to help keep yourself accountable. This is especially tricky if you're a new writer without much of an audience. Chances are, you don't have anybody asking when your next book is due out. And so you have to make artificial accountability or find a good friend to do it for you. Someone you know will show you some tough love. For me, this is actually my mom. She's great at keeping me accountable for my writing. For another podcast I do, The Knights of the Video Game Table, I have a co-host who keeps me accountable. But for a lot of things in my life, I just have to keep myself accountable. And those tend to be the things I procrastinate the most. You can do things like give yourself deadlines or set rewards for yourself. These are both great motivators and useful with self-accountability. Just make sure that you don't let procrastination convince you that it's okay to push back a deadline or that you deserve a little treat, even when you didn't do what you set out for. In the end, if you're doing something that very few people other than yourself have any stake in, you're just going to have to push yourself. Procrastination and self-doubt will always come back. They will always be there to haunt you when you least expect it. The best way around this is to develop systems and put them into place that help you not only realize when it's happening, but help you push past it once you do. We'll definitely be covering this topic more in the future, but I think that's a good stopping point for now. This episode came up literally from my own procrastination. I've been doing a lot lately uh, for Steam Power Dreams, for personal life, yet 
some of the things that I know I shouldn't be putting off, I am. And that really does boil down to self-doubt. So this episode coming out, along with the fact that I've had a few newsletters out recently, really is showing that I'm moving past that. Not only that, but I've actually started to plan not only the next episode, but the next few. I have some really cool upcoming stuff. And I can tell you right now, the subject for next week's episode is actually a big change from this one. It's not so serious. And we're going to talk about blogging and whether it's still a viable thing to do. But if you have any questions about this episode or anything entrepreneur or entrepreneur related that you think I could talk to or talk about on this show, there's two ways to get a hold of me. The first is through the website at steampowerdreams.com slash entrepreneur mindset and then just click ask a question. The second is to join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash SPD writers helping writers. And I'll have both of those in the show notes. As for everything else, this podcast is hosted on Steampowered Dreams. Again, it's steampowereddreams.com slash entrepreneur mindset. You can find me personally on Facebook. You can reach out to me there, facebook.com slash Jeremy L. Collier. I'm on Twitter and I'm pretty active on there recently, and that's at Soul Scribbler. And finally, the podcast is on Instagram where we post inspirational messages pretty much every day. And you can find us at Entrepreneur Mindset. Until next week, I'm your host, Jeremy, and don't forget to keep moving forward. The music for the podcast, named Funky Element, provided by Ben Sound at bensound.com. <laughs>